Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Freaking Sake. My name is Liz in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We got technical director Eli. I'm here. And sitting in for Phil and me because Al's not here and Phil's also not here. We've got temporary co-host Emily. It's me. I feel like it doesn't make you sound important. Oh, she's really like I, I apologize. she's really pushing you like third tier. Well, she's co-host. not. She's not technical director. At, well, I'm sorry. She's not producer Emily tonight because true. producer Dan's here. She's mm-hmm. not technical director Emily tonight because you're here. Mm-hmm. She's co-host Emily. Okay. I don't like Can we call her first to replace Liz, Emily? Whoa. I mean, mm. hot take. She hot would <laughs> be the only Emily that would replace me. Is that true? Well, probably not. I don't know. I mean, probably not. There's probably. A I think we have a list of Emilys. We do probably a million other Emilys out there. Emily's and multiple Sarahs. Again, it just makes me sound like <laughs> I'm just. You like guys, how about we just say that I'm happy to be here, <laughs> and then we move on from That's trying great. to make me hey feel. Hey, Emily, important. thank you so much for joining us this <laughs> evening. We got a we got a show for you. We're doing a show. Uh, main topic today: We are interviewing Doppelganger. Uh, self-proclaimed YouTuber slash nerdcore rapper slash cosplayer slash sketch comedy performer, uh, Jack of all trades, uh, brought to us by Miss Katrina mm-hmm. Texador with Cos Marketing Agency. Thank you, Katrina. So you know, stay tuned for that. We're gonna do a little interview and find yeah. out what this uh, this funny nerd is up to. Little known fact: Al is also self-proclaimed all of those things. Yes. Um, but he also doesn't have his own YouTube channel with subscribers. Oh, it'd be so bad. I mean, so good. <laughs> it'd be great. <laughs> it'd be the best. I mean, technically, uh, Al does have a YouTube channel with subscribers. It's it, well, people I mean, are watching us on it right now. It's very true. Very true. Right, right? now. Yeah. Right this we very just got minute. Some meta. Whoa. Anyway, uh, Al's not here tonight. Um, that you know, that being said, that he is also uh, self-proclaimed uh, proclaimed all of those things. Uh, he is off, you know, filming some, some sweet, sweet sketches. sketches for his <laughs> upcoming YouTube <laughs> channel. Check it out. It's going to be great. I was like, where is she going with this? I don't know. This where, could where, be bad. where is she going with this? Does she ever know? <laughs> does, does anybody ever know? Let's get into some This Week in Geek, guys. Let's do it. Uh, so we always talk about how we don't get political on the show, uh, but we had to get a little political tonight because this is incredible. <laughs> so San Francisco uh, validated a local election using D&D dice. Dice in general? Yes. I ten, mean, ten-sided dice. Ten-sided dice. Okay. They used a ten-sided die. So basically what happened here, so they released a YouTube video and kind of like walked everyone through how this happened. So in the video... Uh, the San Francisco Department of Elections goes over the process by which they use three ten-sided die to randomly select precincts. The city laid out its results from the latest set of dice rolls as they fulfilled a statute-ordained random selection of 1% of the precincts for manual tally. What that means is that 1% of the city's machine-counted ballots must be hand-counted to verify that the results match the automated ones. Uh, so not as cool as the headline makes it seem. Like, I was really hoping here that they just kind of, like, assigned some officials that were running for office a yeah. number on the die. And then we're just mayor, like, let's let the dice Ooh, let's roll the dice and see what happens. Um, Sky Masterson's our new mayor. Yeah, that would be that would be just the coolest and every nerd's dream. But, I mean, I think it's fun. I think, I think it's... I, I it's love the box. 
yeah. that they used. They <laughs> cut the bottom out of a cardboard box. Slapped some I voted stickers <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> made a little arena. Very, uh, very official. I b- now, but 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 what I want to see follow from this is I want yeah. I want people to start um, videotaping and releasing their videos of their political campaign campaigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get it. See what I did Ooh, there? It took a second. Their political campaigns. campaigns. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it until I was doing it, and then I did it, and now it's done. If you thought politics was hardcore in the real world, <laughs> <laughs> try it. And try doing it being chased by a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you walk into the voting booth, your choices are this or this. Can I punch <laughs> Can I punch the, the voting day volunteers in the face? I don't know. Let's roll for it. Let's roll for it. <laughs> To the, to the, to the, go ahead. It's it's kind of sad though that this had to be San Francisco of all places. Yeah. You know, because like, they're the city with the app for finding human poop on the w- sidewalk. What? <laughs> <laughs> they they have a huge homeless problem in yeah. San Francisco and not enough public restrooms, and so there's just poop on the sidewalks everywhere. And there's an and app. The city put out an app where you can. It's called uh, Instapoop. Oh and no. Yeah. And you go and you take a picture and it geotags it, and city workers will come out. And okay, clean there's up the a, poo. so there's a purpose for right, like, like going like to clean up the poo, not yeah. just like <laughs> found it. Yeah. Yep, it's there like it is. It's like the ways of poop. I see what we're sidewalk saying. Sidewalk poop. <laughs> Turd detected on sidewalk ahead. Caution. But to defend the article, the article's title, like ten-sided dice. Realistically, that's only used in D and D. Where else in life is ten-sided dice used? Honestly, there's no board games like, but they're all six-sided. Cheesy yeah. things. That's very true. Yeah. D&D is, twi- especially 20-sided. 20, 12, 10, 8. Yeah. Aren't there, isn't there a 100-sided? There is a 100-sided percentile like, it's like w- die. It's like weighted, right? It's like weighted with sand. Sand. Otherwise, it just never stops rolling because it's practically round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so basically a golf ball. Right. How do you, I don't know. I've 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 played with one before. They're and like it's the like size of a racquetball. It's like how do you yeah. really read it? Like how do you really determine which number is actually displaying on the top? With a level. It's whichever one you want. Oh, that's hardcore. <laughs> oh. Well, the, the <laughs> it's not just whichever one you want. Yeah. I see what's happening here. The easier way though is how they did in the articles. You roll multiple die tens, and one represents the ten place, the single place, or right. the thousandth place. In their case, if you need to do that. Oh. Which. <laughs> I was reading th- so reading the article how they did this they had like 656 precincts or whatever mm-hmm. so they were they're rolling three cents at a dice which gives them like a thousand total um, options mm-hmm. like scenarios mm-hmm. so instead of coming up with like for instance all of the they had to roll an even number every time so if they didn't roll an even number they had to re-roll so they just kept re-rolling and this was all live so it's just like lots and lots and <laughs> lots of like they'd roll oh not even roll again oh not even roll again that's not a precinct <laughs> roll again <laughs> <laughs> so it took way longer. I'm like, there's some basic Somebody things. could have made an app for this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if it's Isn't even. Is there an app for this? It seems like there should be. If it's an even number, you just subtract one from it, and it becomes the closest right. odd number. <laughs> like, random odd number. Or it's still randomized. Or you add one to it, and then it becomes. The uh, every place. Oh, closest without going over. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you about to mansplain to me why you subtract one when you're trying to there get are to an even number? There's some well-known algebraic formulas shake. out there. And let me just say they all end with minus one, not plus one. Okay? N minus one is a thing. Don't make me get all mathematical on you. I think we just found your geek. I didn't I, like. I didn't. <laughs> know. I didn't know that that, yeah. I didn't know that you were so into math, dude. Ooh, I have a... a, a <laughs> Ooh, algebra. <laughs> it's a secret hobby, although I guess saying it on air is not secret, but uh, me and the prime numbers, we like this. <laughs> 
crossing my fingers for you guys. Oh my god, if you were yeah. single, that would be your Tinder tagline. <laughs> 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 Ooh, baby, you know what really gets me going? Prime numbers. Spout me off all the primes from zero to a hundred, baby. <laughs> I can't even do that. No. No. One, three, five, seven, eleven. I'm not gonna do. It. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Thirteen, seventeen, <laughs> twenty-three. Yeah, all right. Oh boy. Oh, I can go pretty far pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> boy. Does that I get your motor running? I do really? declare I am getting the vapors. <laughs> really? The AC just kicked on, in case anybody's <laughs> wondering. It is getting warm in here. Uh, I, I apologize. Is it getting warm in here or is it getting cold in here? Like like sub zero temperatures. Go to the next slide. It's about Mars. <laughs> hey, look at that segue that I just seamlessly <laughs> moved into for the next topic. Oh, man. So we put another thing on Mars, and it's very exciting. It's actually <laughs> super <laughs> exciting. Is. Please forgive me. I was loading my notes for the show. <laughs> and nobody else is <laughs> like, capable crap, of feeling in the really silence. really downplayed that. <laughs> That's it. Move on. Next article. Uh, no, so um, the InSight probe was successfully launched to and landed on Mars. Mm -hmm. uh, the article states after seven minutes of terror. Uh, so this thing had, uh, I mean, there's really no other way to get something into something, you know, another planet's atmosphere. So it, uh, it entered the atmosphere faster than a high velocity bullet and had to use a combination of a heat shield parachute and rockets to bring itself into a gentle stop. And so it took seven minutes for it to enter Mars's yeah. atmosphere and then land. And you know, if your mom wasn't a Patreon member, I would make a your mom joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend <laughs> like it's not my mom and please tell the joke. <laughs> but she's literally a Patreon uh, funder, so I'm going to be nice <laughs> and not do any of your mom jokes to Liz, ever. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, so this is the first successful landing of, uh, of a probe of, a, of a, a rover on Mars since, what, 2012? Is when Curiosity was put mm -hmm. onto Mars. Curiosity, the one oh. being uh, the one that uh, sings, sings "Happy Birthday" the sad to itself. Lonely <laughs> happy Birthday song to <laughs> itself every year on its birthday. And uh, Dan, pull this up if you can. F let's follow up on Curiosity because the last time we reported on this, Mars was experiencing the storm of epic proportions, yep. causing crazy low temperatures on Mars, which was causing the rover to shut down. Well, it's supposedly it's it was it dropping so much dust right onto the solar panels that they were worried that Curiosity would not be able to solar charge itself ever again, due to all the debris, you know, on its solar arrays. We haven't heard anything else about it. We is haven't. Is Curiosity still alive? I, I, I do like how you said it. You introduced a story, or like you're saying, it's been almost like since 2012 since we landed something on another planet. <laughs> <laughs> like Liz, like right? <laughs> it's been a whole five years, six, six years. Six. It's almost seven. It's, it's a technological almost, marvel. It's almost 2019. And what have you done since then, Liz? <sighs> what a time to be alive. Right? God, not a lot, honestly. I guess Liz just doesn't appreciate started the magnitude. Started co-hosting a podcast <laughs> <laughs> poorly. How's that going? <laughs> great. <laughs> Super great. Um, uh, it's you it can is find us hard charging. Curiosity is hard charging, and NASA actually got to catch a glimpse of it before Insight's communications went dark for that seven minutes. Neat. We well, that's yeah. good. So I mean, that's really the reason it's seven minutes of terror is because these people who have worked on this mission for the last decade of their lives, for seven minutes are without communications with this thing right. and have no idea if it's plummeted to the ground. To and its is death. Just but did destroyed. you see the video of like the two people doing like the crazy like handshake when it landed. <laughs> you right. can see them like off in the corner 
and they're just <laughs> like they've just <laughs> been practicing it for months, like waiting that, for this. That's moment. all they've been doing while they're waiting for the rover to land. Well, not only was it seven minutes of terror waiting for this thing to touch down and land, but then once it did land, it had to set. It had to immediately open its solar panels yeah. because of Mars's sub-zero temperatures. This thing needs to get warm, otherwise the equipment will just go. No thanks. Uh, and so it took seven hours. Like it, like it did. We didn't get notification of this thing being up and running and then sending us uh, us pictures uh, until seven hours after the crazy seven-minute landing. So Interesting. That's how I felt this morning. <laughs> it was so cold outside. <laughs> As of November 9th, actually, Curiosity is uh, rolling and drilling again. Oh, fantastic. Ooh, Good. Yeah. That's I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that we were I was going to say, Ansi could go over there and like help it out, You know, nudge it out of a ditch if it needs to. Be yeah. All, all even while we like. Well, and now, yeah. and now Curiosity maybe has a friend, yeah. like, right? Like, maybe they'll hang out. Like, because uh, in my mind, obviously, like, the whole world is just like Wally. Like every yeah. inanimate object <laughs> has. They should sing happy birthday to each other. Now. Oh my god! They, they should sing happy birthday to but each other. But I think they might be in different parts of the planet. Uh, there, there's a map. Radio communications. Yeah. They can do it. They can totally do it. Now, so what's crazy about this? You said there's seven minutes of like terror. They don't know if it's mm-hmm. going to come back online after it lands or whatnot. But everything these probes do is that way. Do you imagine they launched just millions and just tens of millions? Or more. I don't know how much it costs, but it's. I'm sure it's tens of millions. If if it doesn't le- bleed into the hundred of millions of dollars, so and every time it does something like as soon as it lands, it has to unfurl those probes, or sorry, solar panels, mm-hmm. and then it has like a seven foot arm that can extend to take photos. Mm-hmm. So when they go to do that for the first time, they're like, "Oh, please work, please work," <laughs> and they have a huge party and shake champagne. Right. Then they have like a drill. So when that works, huge party. Well, that's what pop the champagne bottles again. That's what's different about the Insight mission is that this yeah. one is specifically sent to Mars and meant to drill into uh, the surface, and g- we're supposed to be understanding more about uh, Mars's core. Uh, this mission cost eight hundred and twenty-eight million. That's mm. it. Chump change. Yeah. yeah. Couch cushions. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Not bad. No. Nope, never mind. What? I, I, I was going to bring up a story, but I need to save it for the uh, my plug at the end of the show where I won't have one. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. Eli's yeah. going to have a shameless yes. plug today. Everybody yes. stay Aww. tuned until the end. Eli is going to have a shameless plug today. Uh, no, but if, you, if you're interested in Mars, definitely go check out uh, some of the pictures that this thing has come back with because it's pretty awesome. Because if you haven't noticed, uh, space is pretty rad, guys. 40 million miles away. Yeah. This probe landed like on a dime. It's incredible. Just the whole thing. On a dime. So fuck you flat earthers. <laughs> 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 but Dan, you didn't hear her. She said it landed on a dime. What on shape a dime. is a dime? <laughs> that's right. Ooh. Not a sphere, that's for sure. <sighs> I'm a flat dimer, so a flat dimer. <laughs> <laughs> All hail the flat dimer. Well, I hate to tell you, but dimes are spheres. Oh no. Haven't you heard? They're not spheres. Eli, don't you're don't squash you're my. Ch- you're joking, right? <laughs> oh, I'm squashing. I'm squashing your sphere into yeah. a circle, <laughs> a flat circle. Which is called a, a disc. A disc. Gosh. There we go. That's the word I was looking for that I absolutely knew because I am smart. Not as smart as Aquaman. Uh, not as smart as Aquaman. Also not as smart as Mary Poppins. What do these right. two things have in common? You'd be surprised. I'm uh, Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, wait, no, that's I'm a Mary different Poppins, y'all. comic book movie. <laughs> Way better movie. D- different yeah. universe. Yeah, we don't know that yet. I'm we that actually, we kind of know that I'm already. I bet that singular line is better than both these movies <laughs> combined. 
Aww. I'm looking forward to the Mary Poppins movie. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So Julie Andrews um, is not going to be in the revival of Mary Poppins, which is starring Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins, um, even though Dick Van Dyke is making an appearance in that movie. But she is going to be in Aquaman. Who is Julie Andrews? Julie Andrews is Mary Poppins. Like when she was a little Mary Poppins. Well, Mary Poppins was. I've never seen it. This is not my geek. Holy yeah, crap. Mother so of God. Okay, hold on. We're not. And gonna, I'm sure we're not. We're not geek shaming. We're no, not we're Disney just, shaming. We can be surprised. I'm sorry. My eyes. I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm, sorry. Sure, I'm sure a lot of our audience hasn't no, seen Mary I Poppins. No, and I need and I need to chill out on this one because it is literally my biggest pet peeve when when you when somebody <laughs> states. Well, I've never seen this insert piece well, of media loser, here, and then obviously. and then everybody else goes. <laughs> it's I hate it. It's I hate it so much. We can be surprised. I know we things. were surprised, and then I reeled it in because I didn't want to be the thing that I hate. So I'm being better. Um, so hi, my Julie name's Dan. The <laughs> thing that she hates. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Andrews <laughs> is the actress that played the original Mary Poppins. Okay. She also has been in. Literally everything else. <laughs> okay. The sound um, of music. Sound of music. Have the you seen the sound of music? Mm. Oh my god. Uh, sh- have you? S- uh, this is a long shot. Have you seen the Princess Diaries? Yes. Okay, so she's the Queen of Genovia. Okay, got it. And the Princess Diaries too. Mm. She's also still the Queen of Genovia. <laughs> I, I think I passed on that one. Too. Yeah. But suspenseful, I'm sure. Hey, we had a friend in that movie. Did we? Uh, mm, sure, we did. Never seen Mary Poppins. No, do I? It's how old? It's a pretty old movie, right? Yeah, but it's know. like a classic Disney movie. Like, did yeah. you? Did I, c- I can barely watch movies that come out now. That's so. true. That's very true. So you, this yeah. is just how you've always been as a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is this is Eli as a as a human. Okay, cool. Uh, so Julie Andrews is going to be voicing Carathen. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. How I am as a human is perfectly okay and acceptable, Liz. Okay? I did not insinuate okay. otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making an observation. Facts are not feelings. No, no, feelings are not facts. Fact, facts are. You may continue. With fear those. is not fact. There's a, there's using a, your words for there's, t- yeah. Tell there's the story. a phrase there. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're perfect just the way you are. Never change. Anyway. <coughs> Julie Andrews Andrews is going to be doing the voice of Carathen, which is an undersea creature that holds the key to Arthur Curry's quest to unite the Atlantean and surface worlds. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Like flounder sea creature? Like... I don't know. Sebastian? Yeah, this is what I'm really interested... Like, so you're you're the comic guy, so what do you know about Aquaman? I'm not an Aquaman expert by any means. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um... He's always been the lamest member of the Justice League. <laughs> Aww. Is um, that why they cast Jason Momoa? Is that why they turned him into Aqua Bro? Yeah. They, they had were to. trying to really change up the image. Sex sells, you know what I mean? And it was Zack Snyder that was <laughs> casting things. So, so mm-hmm. you know, that's how that goes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know this character from any kind of uh, uh, origin stories or anything like that. I, I looked it up and couldn't find anything. So I'm assuming that this is... Something that they a made new up for character, the movie. a created character for the movie. Okay, yeah. all right, I can dig it. Um, was Julie Andrews? No, that was Mrs. Potts. So is Murder She Wrote. Angela Lansbury. Bed- Angela yeah, Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh, so you know who Angela Lansbury is? Oh, of course. <laughs> Seen every episode. <laughs> oh my god. 
baby. You've seen every episode of Murder She I'm Wrote. Pretty sure I have. But it. you've never seen Mary Poppins. Yeah. All right, you to see, talk. nope. Now I'm judging you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to talk more about math and Less more about Murder She Wrote. <laughs> Less about classic Disney movies. Uh, I'm making an executive decision right now. We are now only talking about Murder, She Wrote with Eli. (laughs) That should be a weekly segment, Murder, She Wrote with Eli. I was a kid. Murder, Eli wrote. Murder, he wrote. So why is Julie Andrews not in Mary Poppins? I don't know. So in the article that we were reading, it said that she didn't want to detract from Emily Blunt's performance. Mm. But my theory along with several fan theories theory on the is. internet, is that Mary Poppins is a time lady. Uh, Stop it. So <laughs> she has a bag that's bigger on the inside. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. know, she can make, like, magic, quote-unquote, things happen. She travels to different worlds. Mm-hmm. So She's got her sonic umbrella. She's got her sonic umbrella. Are you referencing a different show I don't watch? Um, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah. Her sonic umbrella. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, I can't say I've never seen it now. I have to say I've seen one episode. That's right. See? Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Mary Poppins is a time lord. Time lady. Right. Isn't she still a time? No, lord is specifically, is, is male gender specific, right? Yeah. There's nothing really <laughs> canon about it. but that's If you're only listening... The Fan <laughs> the <laughs> face that Emily just made, like I could just see the feminism like tweaking behind her uh-huh. eyeball, like. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah. I I have nothing to support it. <laughs> it's like that time it I said female. Just blind rage. <laughs> I I have nothing to support it though. I I cannot support it. I think Time Lord can be used for a lady or a gentleman. Right, like yeah. that's what I was insinuating. Like Time Lord is Time like Lord actor. is Time Lord, right? Well, when I play D and D and we run against um, the Demon Lord, it's that spin. Ooh. No, <laughs> it's not. Uh, I'm sorry, Eli, you were saying? Thespiana? No? Thespianist. No, I was saying whenever I'm playing D&D and we run across the demon lord like a big badass, it could be totally be a female. Totally. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I have nothing to back it up other than my blind feminism rage. <laughs> <I> also <guess>. like <laughs> Feminist rage! E- evil yeah, demon lady doesn't have the same connotation as evil demon lord. It just sure does not. It doesn't. Um, sure just when she regenerates, she just looks vaguely different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she still has all the same characteristics. She's right. just vaguely. She's like, I got it right. Now I'm just going to just keep it close to this <laughs> each time. Oh, man. Hey, so Six Flags Great America, which is the park that is located in Illinois. Pennsylvania. Oh, Illinois. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Illinois. I have yeah. nothing to back that up with. Uh, Not Florida or California. Is... Making it really, really difficult for people to protect their personal information when it comes to biometrics. So biometrics being scanning your fingerprint, or I guess biometrics would also include uh, retinal scans. Uh, you're not getting your eyeball scanned when you're trying to walk into a theme park, but anywhere else that would do a retinal scan is also considered biometric scanning. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? Would they consider like the magic bands at Disney? Well, you have to fingerprint yeah, no, those when you y- you link your fingerprint to your magic yeah, band, so right. you scan your band, and you have to verify your band with, with your, your fingerprint. fingerprint. So yes, yeah. But well, th- I mean, the but bands themselves are just they're just RFID technology, whereas right, right. biometrics utilizing some aspect of your physiology, like your right. eyes, your fingerprint. Your I wasn't sure if they had like GPS or anything that was like tracking you, your movement mm. specifically. That still mm. wouldn't be biometric though. No? no, yeah, biometric is is bio bio being. Biology. Yeah, the, 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 the part <laughs> of right, but I figured if it was counting your steps and crap like a <laughs> like a Fitbit. 
Sure. Okay. That, I mean. I could see that. Is that still biometric though? If it's counting your steps. I mean. Ish. Ish. There's a gray area. It's a spectrum. There it's you a go. Spectrum. Everything is a spectrum. Biometrics is a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so, so this is going on here. So basically, um, there was an incident where a teen at the park, 14 years old, went to the park to, uh, pick up a season pass. Mm -hmm. And when he went to go pick up his season pass, he was fingerprinted and the teen's mother, uh, attempted to sue the park saying she did not give permission for the company to collect and store her son's fingerprints. Uh, Six Flags argues that for Rosenbach to qualify as a person aggrieved, she must demonstrate that the collection of her son's identifiable biometric information resulted in some type of injury. Uh, so this is all very lawyerly. Yeah, sounds like it. So yeah. uh, what else would I have done other than obtain an official statement from our senior legal correspondent, uh, Bradford Petrino? Because he, dro he dropped the T. Still Esquire. Of Korshak and, and, and Escociates. Escociates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drinking that much this episode, guys. Uh, so, so Brad weighed in, and um, he said, In a nutshell, the case is about whether the phrase aggrieved person, as used in BIPA, means a person who suffered actual harm, or did the legislature intend to create a strict liability statute? Uh, the Illinois... Appellate Court compared BIPA to other statutes that use the phrase aggrieved person and some that don't, and essentially concluded that if the legislature had intended to create strict liability for BIPA violations, there would have been no point to including that phrase. That's all quite a bit more boring and technical than the Gizmodo article would have you believe. Uh, one thing that is interesting, though, is that the Appellate Court threw future plaintiffs a bone in the form this comment, if a person alleges only a technical violation of the act without alleging any injury or adverse effect, then he or she is not aggrieved and may not recover under any of the provisions in Section 20. We note, however, that the injury or adverse effect need not be pushinary. He uses lawyer words. Pushinary. Pushinary? Five dollars to anyone that can define that word for me right now without Googling it. Don't reach for your phone. I see you. <laughs> I can't help it. All right. The court, al well, if you want to do it now and give it to me <laughs> while I'm reading the rest of the <laughs> statement, that'd be great. The court also pointed out in a footnote that plaintiff did not allege in her complaint any harm or injury to a privacy right. Uh, so the plaintiff didn't even try to say her son was harmed, even in non even a non-monetary fashion. The court is giving a clear hint that a future plaintiff might have a way forward if they file a BIPA claim on the basis that the way they were aggrieved was the infringement on their privacy. And that makes this case more of a ruling on the adequacy of the plaintiff's pleadings than any undermining of BIPA like Gizmodo dra dramatically suggests. <laughs> Finally, the um, appellate court's decision seemed well-reasoned to me, so I doubt the Illinois Supreme Court reverses it. So according to Woo! our senior legal correspondent, um, Six Flags can continue to collect your fingerprints. Yeah, let me Eli Five this for y'all. Yes! Um, bio your, your biometric data being a uh, used to uh, authenticate some basic service is it and whether you want them to or not it's the same as like your kid going to blockbuster and giving them your address to you know confirm that yes they can rent movies from you even though they don't have a card what's a blockbuster i know <laughs> <laughs> what's a card <laughs> 
That's why I use those as examples. We can totally not get sued now. <laughs> so what I want to know, which I didn't pick up from this article because it was, honestly, it's a it's an interesting story that was written quite boringly. Um, what is the general public afraid of here other than your information being, s- your biometric information being sold to somewhere else and like infringing upon your, your privacy and... And your, you know, like like identity. That's generally it, right? Like, mm-hmm. how many how many of y'all's dad, like, when it's, how, God damn it, how'd they get my phone number? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're just going to send me more junk mail and send more robots call my house. Uh-huh. Like, it's just uh, Americans, uh, I don't know, I mean, it's just a thing, right, with Americans. A lot of other countries and cultures don't have this to where we are ultra protective of our personal information even though the vast majority of it is public knowledge, like your address and your phone number and these things like that. Like but freedom. But freedom. But freedom, right. But every time you fill out a form, it's like, uh, even, even me, and I'm totally open with just giving them information because I don't really care. I sold my convenience to Google many years ago, <laughs> so it's out there in the ether. You know, but every time I get a form and I need to like, sign my address and name and information, even now I like, put on my wife's information. <laughs> like, oh, they can have her phone number. My address minus one house number because they won't notice. Right. You but know. I, but uh, I think I've said it before that I would rather like give them my information, especially like for targeted marketing, because mm-hmm. I'd rather have information about something that I enjoy and something that I'd like to see instead of seeing another humidifier that I'm never going to use. Right. So. But, may- but maybe you wouldn't snore so much if you had a humidifier. in your Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sometimes and that was a blanket statement based uh, uh, upon no fact <laughs> whatsoever about anything about your personal life. I, I was just I saying that maybe people who snore should use a humidifier. I really wish that when I was scrolling through your Facebook, I saw more tap dancing ads. Yeah, you know, it would be tap dancing it apparel. would be really cool if I saw more things about tap dancing. It's been long enough. We can talk about this now, right? Have you seen anything? Nothing. We've been keeping this up for how long? Yeah. I think we just debunked the whole your microphone is always listening. So, uh, Emily, you look confused. So, a couple weeks ago. I am. A couple months ago. A couple ago. months ago, we decided that we were going to test out whether or not your microphone in your phone is listening and targeting, targeting ads, ads on Facebook based on what you talk about. So, we decided that we were going to con- continue to talk about tap dancing, but not... Google anything about tap dancing, not type tap dancing, not, you know, make sure that we were doing a very controlled experiment. I have not received one ad for anything tap dance related. No. I have not I received. I think we should change products. I have, I've not received any advertising. Was, I was expecting at least an advertisement for a local Arthur Murray dance studio. Have you they asked do Siri tap, about tap dancing, though? Because I don't know if it's your microphone is always listening, but maybe if you asked Siri, it would register. Well, hey, well, Siri. The, the speculation. What about tap dancing? The <laughs> whole thing was we had a certain I brand of uh, bourbon it. in here that we were drinking one night uh. that we talked about on the air. And then I started getting constant ads on Facebook for that bourbon, hmm. Hmm. even though I had never looked it up or anything. So we said, well, let's try tap dancing. Hmm. Let's find something obscure that none of us are into and we just wouldn't randomly talk about on a, on a geek show. Came up with tap dancing. And we have used it in show and in multiple types of conversation since... I even enabled my Google Assistant, which I've never done in many, many years, <laughs> just to see if it would pick up on it. And no, there has been no tap dancing, anything targeted towards me. We should try something different, I think. But God forbid I Google one like thing on Formula any... Formula One racing or something. Only, only like Sir Ivan would be interested in that. <laughs> but he would know because he's already targeted. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right? That's Yeah, totally. 
totally targeted. So yeah, so um, I guess the moral of the story is yeah, people are biometrics. People biometrics. Well, and they're if you want to have fun, give up your info. People, well, people, people are gonna people take your fingerprints. Deal with it. People are gonna freak out even more, right? Because you freak out over just getting your address or phone number, even though it's mostly public knowledge or unwarranted. Like your rage is unwarranted. So the biometrics is part of you. Like you have a little whoa, more connection whoa. to it. Well, my yeah? rage is always warranted. Your your rage, Liz. <laughs> I'm I'm talking. I'm talking general rage, just like you're talking about general snoring. General rage. And if Alra Heat say general. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But who is still freaking out about this, though? You go to Disney, you got to give your fingerprint. We've got fingerprint scans on our phone. Well, I mean, that's the entire. It's the entire basis of Westworld. It is. Well, yeah. They're taking your your biological information. They're taking your your thoughts. They're taking yep. all of your interactions and building a portfolio of who you are. What it comes down to... To replace you and or target you with advertising. I'm okay with that. The replacement, I'm sure it's a better version. Right. <laughs> but what it comes down to is people are just mad because they can't sell their own information. <laughs> like, these companies, yeah. they, they gather all this data and they're able to sell it for lots and lots of money, even if you're just some... That should be a thing. Right? You should be able to sell your own information. I'm sure you... A dollar per bidder. Can, I guess. I mean, you, you can sell your own blood and plasma Anybody and sperm. like my social just let me know. <laughs> yeah, you got to jump through so the many hoops to sell right. that stuff, right? Like I don't I've never done it. Do you? No. No. I've never done it. Oh, I've I never I've never I've only ever donated blood, but I've never mm -hmm. donated plasma because I've heard that it's really really uncomfortable and I don't even like the the, the blood donation process like I'm a big Like let me tell you how neurotic I am. I will go get my blood drawn for like just normal testing for whatever you know physical doctor's appointment and then i have a legitimate fear where i cannot remove the band-aid in the cotton ball until like the next day because i'm so afraid that if i take it off too early it's just gonna like <laughs> and then just i'm gonna like bleed out through a pinprick <laughs> in my arm, in your arm. Right, you're like it's gonna me. it's gonna <laughs> right like see <laughs> and I'm and I, and then I'm pr and I'm pretty well covered in tattoos, uh. and I cannot do insertion. Like it's just like like the needle on the skin is one thing; the needle in the skin is not okay. <laughs> I, I kind of love it. Like I go give blood, and they they stick the needle right into the vein, and I got pretty big veins, and I just like flex my hands, and I watch it fill up bag oh, after bag. Nope, it's kind of cool. No, God, no. It's kind of cool. This, so is the, this is the squirmiest I have ever seen a big bucket is, get. That's a big bucket of nope. <laughs> so <laughs> once they start like um, cloning people, Dan, based off of your DNA. Mm -hmm. like Nobody's going to have mine. <laughs> it's going to be got, fine. They got your DNA. Then, <gasps> then people are going to walk around Westworld style like afraid to touch anything. Like, oh, if they get a fingernail, they'll clone <laughs> me and replace me. <laughs> oh, God, the world's going to be so awesome. Uh, well, Disney's about great. to start doing that with uh, the, the Star Wars park. They're going to have droids following you around. Oh, that's that's the best thing I've ever heard. Like it's gonna be that'll go well. I mean, you the you can't bring guns into the park, so the droids are safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally, totally. Because get blasters and sabers. Because we had <laughs> the uh, we had the robot hitchhiker they sent across right. all all of Canada, perfectly fine, but it wasn't like twenty miles into the U.S. border and <laughs> just destroyed, <murdered. laughs> destroyed <laughs> on the side of the road. Oh. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. No. This is why we can't have nice things. Oh uh, man. Speaking of nice things. You guys ready to talk to the doppelganger? Who that? Let's do it. Who that? Let's find out. Let's find out. All let's right, let's so get let's get that get that Skype going. We do this thing. This is the uh, the awkward part of the show where we. There it is. Hey, turn awkward what, what? Or best part of the show. Total best part of the show. Turn that down a bit, Dan. 
Hey, yo, hey, hey, hey. Doppelganger in the house. What's going on, man? Hey. Chilling, chilling, just chilling. But the most important questions of all time is how y'all doing today or tonight? We <laughs> are doing so great, man. Fantastic. Super, super great. It's been super chill. Welcome to uh, For Geek's Sake, man. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Yes, yes. Thank you all for you know having me around. So this should be a very interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number one, first of all, because we've got you on video. Uh, yeah. I know we didn't send you like a contract to sign or anything, but like you're super <laughs> going to be on video. You have... Super cool looking microphone. What is that that you're working with? And maybe the the tech nerds over here will will be able to tell me more about what so the microphone that I have is a USB microphone. It's called a Snowball. It's created by the company Blue, and I got this one since many years back in high school. I do not remember. This this microphone has been saving my butt so long. <laughs> well loved, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's what our friends uh, Nixie and Grace over at uh, No Place Like Terror use. Awesome! It's yeah. I, I think I just like it because to me it kind of looks like the Death Star. So yeah, that's that's pretty rad. Uh, so what's up, man? What's going on? Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. We we've checked out some of your uh, some of your YouTube videos before the show here, and you know we've been kind of kind of watching and, and checking out your your content uh, in preparation for this. So tell us about you and what you what you do and what your inspiration so is. Basically, um, so basically, my content is like comedy skits, action scenes, and music videos. So me. For me, not only I, you know, make videos <clears throat> and edit them and everything I did is self-taught, I also do rapping and singing on special occasions. I do martial arts choreography and I do poetry with a lot of huge dosage of some video games and animes and comics influence preferences and stuff. So what inspired me is that, because <clears throat> back in then, in 2008, I was dealing with, like, depression, and, you know, in a very, 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 very dark place, dark place. And it was back then when I was, like, wearing them, like, two, three XL shirts and pants, like, baggy clothes, looking like a thug one night. Yeah. And <laughs> it was bad. It, it, was, it was not that great. Hey, we all, like, we all went through, like, our UFO pant phase. Like, yeah, like yeah, I, wear, yeah. I wore Jankos in high school, so, you know, I get it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but when I fu my first con was at Anime Boston, which is my hometown con, and you know, like it, to me, like in my mentality, I don't like don't want people to judge me, so I always trying to you know play it like a tough guy. But when I you know went to this con, Anime Boston, it it made me realize that you know n nobody is judging you; they just like want to have fun, make new friends. Like it feels like I was in a different world, and then that. I was slowly being more open-minded and started watching anime and it inspired me to do a lot of things based on anime, like uh, Dragon Ball Z inspired me to do martial arts, Samurai Chimp Lu inspired me to do hip-hop, and then I stopped performing, and then right until that day right now, I became like a content creator slash YouTuber. That's awesome. That's super yeah. cool. Very cool. And what a great message, you know, to send to, to, mm. to like any of your followers and like just like the youth out there today is that it's like you can you can really find like your place and your, your voice, like in like, you know, what, what I refer to as the geek community. It is, it is the place where anyone is accepted and you know, you find, you seek your geek, you find your geek and you find what makes you happy and you get to share that with, you know, so many others. And that's, that's awesome that you're yeah. able to turn that into something that where you can spread like, you know, entertainment and joy and happiness 
oh, to, yeah. you know, to others out there that might be dealing with the same stuff. So that's, that's super cool. Oh uh, yeah. Yo, anime changed my life along with comics and other fandoms, nutty giggies, thing, thing, epicness that, that inspired us to, you know, to keep on living and, you know, move forward, try to live life to the fullest. So, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you took sort of a different route, if I'm getting this right. Like, you weren't into anime and these things beforehand. Like, you went, you went to the con first, yeah. and the con was sort of like the gateway to yeah. your nerdum, if you will. Is that yeah. sort of how I mean, it went down? Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it definitely helps. Like, honestly, like when I was little, like, I didn't even know Dragon Ball Z and and Sailor Moon was anime. Either it was just cartoon. Because when I was little. As long if I see something that's like cartoon, I just watch it. If it's like real life, I will cry. And I didn't <laughs> even know I didn't even know that Sailor Moon and, and Dragon Ball Z is anime until I go to Anime Boston. That that changed my mind so fast. Yeah, that's awesome. That's super cool. So so you so you're you describe yourself as, as kind of like a like a cosplayer slash nerdcore rapper slash yeah. like YouTube creator slash martial artist. So like you're kind of a jack of all trades. So what would you say yeah. is like your primary form of entertainment? Like what's your favorite form of creative outlet of all the things that you create? That's a good question. Like honestly, I don't stick to one time to be honest with you. It's like, like to me, I like to be more open-minded and, you know, to explore other things. So, like, I have, like, a few multiple, you know, capabilities that I want to express myself and to create into something more unique. So, like, I don't even, like, consider myself a martial artist or a poet or a rapper or anything. It's more like, more like an entertainer and, you know, an artist who wants to, you know, inspire other people to, you know, to do what they want to express themselves without any limitations. I guess that's how I am. Like, that's, that's who I am. Awesome. And I think that's a common way for a lot of artists, especially younger. You know, you're just looking, you're just, you're chasing outlets and you're doing yeah. everything you can to express yourself creatively. You know, and then I got to say, like, eventually what happens with, you know, most artistic people like that is you find your niche, right? You yeah, find that yeah. one thing that really starts making you successful and making you money. And then you start chasing, you start chasing that. Right. And then you just get better yeah. and better. Um, now, I've, been, I watched, I've watched several of your videos and a lot of your songs and things like that. And what I'm most impressed with is not necessarily just the um, the content of the songs or the the fight the choreogra- choreography of the fights, but it's really the editing of the videos. Yeah. When you have edited videos, it's very uh, surprisingly not surprisingly good, but it's very good. Now, are you the one that's editing and doing the uh, producing of those videos? Oh yeah, pretty much. I'm basically do most of the stuff that y'all just watch the videos. Like the only time that I like need help with people is mostly as a camera person or sometimes people who's interested in being a part of the skit and you know, just have fun. But everything else that you see in that video is all me. And believe it or not, most of the stuff that I did is all self-taught. Like I have no training, no class or anything. I, I basically fool around with it and then just do it. That's awesome. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super cool. So, uh, what one thing that I find interesting about your uh, some of the you know like the skits that you do, uh, you know some of like the kind of like live action edited yeah. stuff uh, and the you know the martial arts like staged fighting and stuff. So it looks like do you do you just go to the cons and kind of get people that are in really good cosplay to participate in your videos too? Like you find like willing participants and like let them be a part of your experience. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. I had this crazy idea 
of getting cosplayers involved, and it was inspired by one of these YouTubers that who's who goes by the name of, uh, if I'm not correctly, Young Lee. His okay. YouTube channel is called Gak Attack, mm-hmm. and what he do, he's a martial artist, he's a choreographer, videographer, uh, visual effects, and cosplayer too. And I remember I discovered his videos involving cosplayers, which is at Anime North, if I remember correctly, and he basically got random cosplayers involved to do an action scene and choreograph the whole thing with the visual effects so that inspired me you know to do something that that's you know let the cosplay have fun because i've learned that in my time attending a cons in general is that um majority of the cosplayers they make their own material oh yeah you know, they, they, mm-hmm. like they spend their blood sweat and tears and effort like you know respect for them because right. i can't make cosplays at all i would lose an arm and a leg like <laughs> alchemists are up in this thing right so and and when cosplayers like when people ask cosplayers you know to get their picture taken or selfie or be a part of the cmv you know, it shows that, you know, that effort is worth it because not only that they're going to have a fun time cosplaying at a con without no judgments whatsoever, but it also shows that their effort is not going to waste. So for me, my idea is that, that um, to have cosplayers get involved by whether we're doing like a comedy skit or an action scene and I choreograph the whole thing. And, and it was fun because like I like my cosplays to not only have fun, but at the same time, make them feel good about themselves, you know, make them feel like a badass and whatnot. And, um, and that's the most important thing for me, you know, to get cosplay involved, to make them feel like, you know, they're important to us, to our community. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I really dig that. Cause it, you know, I, I've never done a full cosplay myself, but I know yeah. those that put so much effort into it. And, and the money and the time that it takes and, and, you know, how proud they are of their cosplays. And, and I can just imagine the feeling of, you know, being approached and being asked, like, hey, like, your cosplay is so good. I want to put you in my video. Like, that's just got to be extreme yeah. validation. And that's, you yeah. know, that's, that's so awesome that you do that. The most joyous thing about it is that, like, I know majority of these cosplayers, that they're either shy with the camo or they don't have a martial arts background or a stage combat experience or anything. So I try to make sure that, you know, I choreograph, like, something simple but still look good at the same time. But, like, once they learn it, they'll into it right away as soon as someone said action. They was into it right away. I'm just like, oh, snap. So, <laughs> hey, as long as my cosplay is having fun, then, you know, that's, that's my joy right there. Yeah. So you say for the videos that you do where you're where you're doing action scenes, you so you choreograph everything. So what what is your what is your background? Like what's what's your martial arts background? What's your what's your stage combat background? Like how did you get into that? So so well, well once again, like certain animes like Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, they inspired me to do martial arts. But when I was little, Z, I was thirteen or sixteen. I do not remember. It's been so long. There was um, this Vietnamese martial arts called Bobby Nam, and I learned that's like not that long. It's basically like it's basically like karate mixed with ninjutsu because our signature is a scissor uh, and takedown, which is basically you jump in the air, then you wrap your leg around your opponent's head, and then just flip them down. <laughs> and then, oh my God. and then. Yeah, it, it was crazy. You, like, you literally defied gravity like the Matrix. Yeah. Um, and then I also, then after that, I quit. I started learning another Vietnamese martial arts called Valk Arching. I don't know how you translate that. 
<laughs> right now, I'm currently learning Sancho, which is Chinese kickboxing, and then I'm learning boxing. I learned a little bit of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Wing Chun, and um, then I learned Shui Jiao and Mongolian wrestling. And for the screen fighting choreography aspect to it, um, it just goes with it. It's like, as if you have a martial arts background, it kind of helps you out a bit, but screen fighting is a lot different. And I learned that from one of my friends who is also a brother slash mentor slash senpai yeah. who goes by the name of Kageyami, and he is a professional stunt actor. And, um, and I met one of his cousins who... I met his cousin who is a member of this stunt team on YouTube that I idolized back then called the MC Monkeys. I learned it from him. And I just recently went to Anime NYC, like, just got back from it to do a collaboration with Common Ramen Studios, and they do cosplay acting scenes too. Um, shout out to them, by the way. Like, you should see, check out their Power Rangers on Wood. It is dope as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, learned a lot, I learned a lot from them as well, and at the same time, I had fun with them. So martial arts background is also important in my life, and doing collaboration with people like them, it, you know, I learned a lot from it. So I just go with it. Awesome. Very cool. So uh, we're going to give you the opportunity, obviously, to, you know, give yourself a big old shout out here. Go ahead, you know, shamelessly plug yourself. Uh, tell, tell everybody where they can find you, where you at. You're on YouTube. You know, wh where else are you at? What should they check out? Right. Floor is yours. Uh, Take it away. All right. So shout out to my homegirl, Katrina, you know, for taking care of me and my lady, Leah, a.k.a. Ren Corey Cosplays. Check them out. Shout out to my brothers and sister of the Acrylic Tribe. We're out there, you know, spreading love and inspiration to everybody else. Um, shout out to Common Ramen Studios and Kage and everybody else and, and all my brothers and sisters out there who was, you know, support me from the beginning till now. Like, you will still feel appreciated. But um, check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell on my YouTube channel. Like me on my Facebook fan page follow me on instagram and i have a patreon so you know check them out as well all of them is spelled doppelganger so uh, so that's that's yeah. d-o-p-p-o-g-a-n-g-a -G -G doppelganger that's correct that's correct <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. you got a little, a little yeah, dance no, going on there. i have no idea like a lot of people pronounce my name wrong it was, it, was, it was very very interesting i got people uh got it mixed up with doppelganger and dunk on rampa Okay. <laughs> and, and, and got me curious to watch that anime as well. Oh, great. man. Oh, that's awesome. My favorite is Doopop Ganga. Doopop Ganga? Doopop Ganga. Dong Rampa. That's still stuck in my head. I watched that <laughs> and that gave me a lot of mixed emotions. I'll never again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, man, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. You know, we wish you the best of luck. We're, we're, you know, here for you, you know, geek supporting geek. So yeah, if you ever make it down here to MegaCon, uh, our local con hit us up. Maybe we can have you in the studio. Yeah. Come on down to Orlando, man. Come hang out with us. Yeah, sure. Oh, actually I, I am planning to attend holiday Matsui actually. Oh, okay. So there you go. I might come by, you know, do my own thing and hopefully find time, you know, to meet you guys. I hope y'all attending that con because. That's my, this is my third year attending there, and I'm still new at it either way. Nice, nice. So, <laughs> wait, so for, the, for those of us that don't know, because that's me, I don't know, yeah, yeah. What, what is that con specifically for? 
so from the looks of it, it's more it's mostly for anime cons, um, anime conventions. I believe that's located at the World Marriott Center. Yeah, the World Marriott. The name. There you go. Thank you. Marriott World Center. I would know yeah. that. I only worked there for <laughs> a long time. I dig it a lot. So I'm looking forward to go there for the third time again. So. Awesome. Yeah, Very cool. Katrina is sort of our representative at the cons. Like yeah. she, she does all the cons and she gets she gets gets with us every now and then and gives us an update and talks to us about a lot of the cons and things. So yeah, just, st- just stay up with Katrina. I'm sure she'll let us know when you're around. Heck yeah, man. Uh, I'll definitely talk to her about it. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Check, check him out, everybody. That's uh, Doppelganga. So on the YouTube. Catch you later, man. Bye. All right. Be easy. Later. All right. Doppelganga. What a pleasant young man. Right? Yeah. Man, I. Every time we talk to people about cosplay, like, I want to do cosplay, but then I don't just. I, like, I just don't have the money. I, I, I just <laughs> don't have the money. I don't have the balls. But like, I would love to, but I'm like, I'm too afraid. But we did it for Halloween this year, and I was Bad Wolf, and Will was the doctor, the 10th doctor. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't, like, I dyed my clothes in, in tea to mm-hmm. make them, like, stained and, like, What old. a, like, old-worldly technique that uh, yeah. you use. That's super cool. <laughs> Wait, isn't that just called Halloween? Hang on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Halloween's well the one time of year you saying. don't cosplay, you just... <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Um, I've been looking for cons to go to. Mm-hmm. So utilizing that... that, that utilizing that... Costume, cosplay. Right. Right, well, cosplay. I mean, I think that, All like, right. sure, like, you could make the argument that, like, Halloween isn't cosplay because everyone's dressing up, but at the same time, she dyed her clothes in tea, man. Yeah. Like, that's not. I took a lot of time. That's, that's not just a costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's effort. Like, that's that's it. And then I got to rip it all up. Yeah. I tried making a costume one time, and it was bad. Like, <laughs> I'm still ashamed of that costume. <laughs> it was like it'd be a robot, like a cool robot thing, and it was. Oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be a ghost. No, no, no. <laughs> terrible. It's like the Charlie Brown ghost. It's just a sheet with like a thousand holes cut in it. I was still embarrassed. It ended up just being like a plain rock. box painted silver with one like computer board taped to the front and like <laughs> one dryer hose, you know, silver hose. It was bad. Aww. It was the worst of the worst. Like, I, b- I spent a lot of time too. Like I put a lot of effort into it and I looked at it and I was like, this thing's got to burn. <laughs> no, nobody can ever see. Oh no! How I am worse. I am worse than a kindergartner. <laughs> oh man, my brother and his best friends did a really sick Ghostbusters, and I mean, like they built their own proton packs. Yeah. Like, cool. like it was awesome. Did they work? I mean, there's no ghosts, so. Excuse me. <laughs> Says who? I mean, well, I don't know. I don't. I. T- You're I just not sensitive. Who part. am I? Who am I to say that there are no ghosts? Because I mean, I'm afraid of everything. So that's right. I'm afraid of that shark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of the shark from Jaws. <laughs> I'm afraid of like ten or twelve ghosts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a funny Twitter video that y'all should check out. I don't even know the guy's name. It's very funny. Let's get into our paid segments, shall Let's we? Let's do that. Let's talk about mm-hmm. our book recommendation brought to you by J. L. Mo, author of. The McShane, McMurder, McMinnie, Mystery series. Yeah, uh, so our book recommendation. So I'm actually going to take this one on behalf of Al. I think mm-hmm. that he would really want you know this to be uh, broadcasted and highlighted and and loved because I imagine he's freaking out about it. Uh, shouting so from the rooftops. Shouting from the rooftops. You guys, we're not getting more Firefly in show form, Mm-mm. but we are getting. Firefly novels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's a crowd going is that wild. Supp- <laughs> that's, that's a million brown coats cheering. Is that, <laughs> is that better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm bad at making the noise. Uh, anyway, so uh, Firefly Big Damn Hero is going to be the first installment in this novel series. It's going to be a series. Uh, so the authors are James Lovegrove and Nancy Holder, uh, and J- Joss Whedon is listed as the consulting editor. So I have not read this, so I can't recommend it and be like, hey, I read this and it's great. But, I mean, I- it's, it's a Firefly novel. Like, you guys should read it, obviously. So did they say that this was canon then? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Very this is cool. Like season two. Yeah, this is basically like Very the novels cool. are picking up where the where the show left off. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's it's not perfect, but it's some Firefly redemption, and I think that's pretty awesome. It's Firefly content for it's those fi- of you that are Al. It is Firefly <laughs> content. <laughs> <laughs> Kaboom! Firefly content. Where for c- where can we if we want to go see the old episodes of Firefly? Where can we watch those? That's a good question. Al's DVR. <laughs> 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 Is Firefly still on nef- Netflix? Wasn't it on? Um, it was on Netflix. I'm gonna, ch- I'm gonna find out. I've never seen it, so. What? Al loves something more than any other media. I gotta not watch it out of spite. Stay like tuned yeah. to For Geek's Sake when this novel drops, so you can listen to Al's shameless plug be the Firefly novel series for ten episodes <laughs> in a and row. And I'm pretty sure we've had two reports on this story. Like when they're like, we think we're making Firefly books. I was like, it's a story. <laughs> and then they confirmed they're going to make Firefly books. It's definitely it's a definitely story. A story. Uh, Serenity is on Netflix. Is it but on Hulu, maybe? I'm checking that next. I it was know. on Netflix. I know it was on Netflix, but then Netflix started taking away everything that we love. So yeah. Eli, Serenity is a I movie yeah. that picks up where yeah. the TV I mean, I know all up. about it because I, 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 I'm friends with Al. Right. <laughs> so, for many years. So check it out, Firefly Firefly Big Damn Hero, brought to you by J.L. Moe. And check out... It is on Hulu. Check out the McShane mini murder mystery series, murder mystery mini series, while you're at it. On Amazon. On Amazon. Uh, I heard I heard a rumor that book six is coming out soon. I heard that I t- rumor too. I didn't hear that rumor. I all but I did I did hear <laughs> a fact that writing books is hard, guys. That's true. <laughs> We're making fun of George R. Well, R. Martin, obviously. We are not making fun of a JLMO. Well, we I told you earlier we, we need to be careful it. with George R. R. right now. We really do. Sad news. So okay, thing. side no- side note, sad news. Why don't you tell everybody what happened? Okay, so legitimate real sad news. Like we're being serious right now. Yeah, because w- a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you guys know this, but I got a little bit emotional about a content creator's death. No, no, it's what? a thing that happened. Um. So yeah, Stanley obviously passed two weeks ago, and this week, uh, actually today. today. Uh, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants passed. I did hear and that. And he passed young. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. 57. Yeah, 57 years old. Very, so very untimely. Uh, Steven Hillenburg. Uh, did, they li- did they list cause of death? I don't believe so. Yeah. So, so we've got two. That's two major content, content creators. creators that have gone in two weeks. So, uh, JK, watch out. Matt Groening, watch out. And George RR. Why would you put that Watch hex? out. I'm oh just man. saying. Ooh, which. Let's protect Betty White. She's who maintained who do we she must live. Yes. <laughs> who do we want to lose <laughs> least of those three? She must be protected at all costs. She must be protected. Oh, I'm not playing that game. I'm not. No. What's that? Nope, nope, who, nope. Do we, who do we want to lose least of those three? No. Nope. Oof. Nope. Well, for me, Matt Groening. Matt Groening, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm on that boat We too. need enchantment <laughs> season two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like that has to happen. Minimum. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good show. JK's had a good run. 
That would be. <laughs> but she's selling out a little. She's too not high, even writing so. anymore. Yeah, she's yeah. just consulting. That would be a real bummer. Hey, what did you? I didn't because I, I didn't listen to last week's mm-hmm. episode. I'm not even gonna pretend like I did yet because I did. Just, I didn't mm-hmm. because I hate you all. You're not fans of the show. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not a fan <laughs> of the show. I'm on the show. <laughs> I, l- I don't want to listen to myself. Uh, no, but so I didn't. I didn't listen to the movie review yet because I haven't seen the movie yet. So mm-hmm. spoiler free. What did you guys think of Fantastic Beast? It was okay. It was okay. All right. Yeah, we we all thought it was entertaining. Good. Cool. It that's about uh, the uh, like I'm hearing from it. It was, it was all right. It was a movie. It <laughs> it's it didn't exceed expectations, but it also didn't go below my expectations either. It's are you saying it met your expectations? Yes. I was just whelmed. You were whelmed. whelmed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were whelmed by it. It was thoroughly whelming. Excellent. So Excellent. far this fall, maybe just so many good movies came out over the summer, but this fall has just been like, yeah, good movies. Yeah. But not. I mean, we great do have movies. the Lion King. That we saw, that we just saw the trailer for. I literally can't even. You're gonna have to see almost it's a so real good. life kitten say goodbye to his dad, and I'm already crying. <laughs> a real. Life She's kitten. got full on Puss and Boots eyes going on over here. Oh uh, no! <laughs> Some of the memes that have already been created for this is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna tell me that this little motherfucker's gonna have to say, "Dad, get up"? Oh god! And, and I'm not gonna cry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. She's crying just thinking about oh it. Oh, man. man. <laughs> I didn't even cry at my own wedding. <laughs> all all we've seen this. is a teaser trailer. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm ready to do Liz's mom. Are you? Is Liz's, You're always is ready Liz's, to do Liz's mom, mom ready to do Liz's mom? She should be. There were no jokes made about her today. Liz's <laughs> mom. Can you guys uh, sing the theme song while I find the joke that I'm supposed to tell this week. Let's do this, Mom. I'm prepared for the show. Hey, Eli, since you like math so much, Mm -hmm. why don't (laughs) atheists solve exponential equations? I'm not sure. Why? Because they don't believe in a higher power. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) He broke Emily. Doing Liz's like mom is my favorite part of the <laughs> <laughs> podcast. That's exponentially <laughs> funny. Hey, uh, whoa. <laughs> Double pun. Patreon.com slash for geek's sake. It's like Bogo over here. Oh, man. I've got more if we want to do two puns. It's no, 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 no. It's that's my fine. show tonight. I was not here. <laughs> do what I want. Going rogue. We do have that third <laughs> segment that's still uh, in the works. Yeah. Kelly, where are you at, man? Yeah. We gotta I mean, we, gotta we, we appreciate your money, but mm-hmm. we'd love to give you some content. Yeah, too. come on. T- t- uh, take the money. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take the money. Uh, Eli, what's the matter? You don't like the paid segments? Kelly's like, look, if I give you a segment, the show's that much longer. That's <laughs> very true. Very true. She's I told you, I've got some ideas. When that Patreon spot opens <laughs> up, I've got some great ideas. <laughs> oh, we're well aware of your great ideas. <laughs> and they are great ideas. Mm-hmm. And that is a sample <laughs> of what Emily's Patreon content <laughs> would be like. I want everyone to give me one compliment of my choosing. <laughs> of your choosing. <laughs> <laughs> Including a guest who's never met me before. Right. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Wow. Why did you give us a compliment to say that your hair, your body hair is very soft? <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> Emily has the softest body hair I've ever felt. <laughs> and don't you forget it. Oh, my God. Hey, let's, uh, let's do some shameless plugs. Eli, I want to start with you because so you said you had you a shameless one. plug this week. I, I do have one. So it was, we were talking earlier about stuff. <laughs> sure. Mm, I don't remember. Shit, should I we go to somebody else Taking first? satellites, mm-hmm. and not satellites, but taking probes to other planets and how impressive that is. Sure, that sure, is sure. stuff. Well, that's getting harder and harder to do. 
Why? Because there's a cloud of debris around our planet, and it's only getting worse to the extent that it could be catastrophic. Space junk. Yeah, space junk. It could be so bad. Space trash. Yeah, and uh, there's a YouTube video channel, right, called Kurzgesagt. Come again. Uh, yep. Bless you. K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-C-T. Okay. Kurzgesagt. Uh, I'm saying it with the wrong emphasis. Kurzgesagt. You're putting the emphasis <laughs> on the wrong syllable. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not good at talking. We've established this. Right. Kurzgesagt. So <laughs> They're all animated YouTube videos, but they're on along the lines of CPG Grey and some of those like very high quality informative videos. Mm -hmm. And the most recent one was about like all the space junk around, you know, orbiting our planet mm -hmm. and how when potentially one piece like hits a satellite and smashes that satellite into ten pieces and that creates a chain reaction mm -hmm. that takes out like our entire solar infrastructure and then we can't even launch any network and everything. everything. Yeah. And it would happen so quickly. There goes your now. Netflix list. Mm -hmm. Kurzgesagt. <laughs> That's much closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's a real bummer of a shameless Yeah, so check plug. it out. Right? I like it better when you don't have a shameless plug. Hey, so check out the potential destruction of our entire <laughs> infrastructure. infrastructure. Well, that's just one of the videos. But he has a lot of really <laughs> cool informative videos. And Are they also equally depressing? No, no. They're mostly great. Does they have one about spaghettification? Mm. Do they kind have one about? Fickle? Do they have one about marble racing? This is why we don't let you do shameless plugs. <laughs> the last time, hey. you, the last time you actually had a shameless plug, it was fucking marble. Yeah, you racing. leave jails marble racing alone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they just had the finals two weeks ago. This guy has never seen Mary Poppins, but he loves marble racing. Love you are you oh. are an enigma, an enigma, an anomaly. All right, you also are an enigma wrapped uh, in a metaphor. You know what else he is? Wrapped in a mystery. He's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> he don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. Is that where that word's from? He don't even know about yeah. Pangea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel left out. Aw, it's okay, Eli. So also, buy your movie tickets from the Atom app, A-T-O-M. It's a legit app. Super easy to buy your tickets. And if you're a T-Mobile customer... It's no easier than Fandango. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you have two <laughs> shameless plugs this week? Yeah. Are you just stacking well, them? Well, this one, this is an old one. This is a re-plug. Oh, okay. Oh, am I re-plugging this one? Oh, yeah, you plug this back oh, in the then old I'm studio. Done. I mean, some, somebody has to. Al's not here. Yeah. <laughs> we got at least 30 minutes of content to fill. <laughs> sure, right? Like we're only at an hour six. Ooh, oh, my God. Yeah, seriously. Emily. <laughs> the night is young. You need to do seven shameless plugs immediately. <laughs> Emily, Me. do, you, do you have anything? <laughs> do you have anything you would like to shamelessly plug except for yourself? Um, Aside from yourself. <laughs> um, I... I, I don't. I, I don't have any. I, I wasn't <laughs> even aware that I was doing this show. This is true. This is so very <laughs> a very impromptu. Uh, but I'm happy to be here. We forced. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be completely candid. We forced uh, co-host Emily to bring us Chick Fil A tonight, and she showed up with Chick Fil A like a real bro. Totally. And like I was like, actually, I showed up the last time here with food too. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Mm -hmm. You yeah, showed up British with food. jelly babies and jammy Dodgers and Jaffa cakes. I did. I, I remember everything about that because <laughs> I ate all of those things. And Although I got I more I jammy dashers later because I they were so I still pronounce it Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes. Jaffa. Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes. Well, that's cool. So, uh, yeah. Dan, what you got? Uh, I got this little website called epiceventsorlando.com. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're throwing me off here because this is not your usual format. And it's I where you can go for all your DJ service needs. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay, yeah, cool. That's, that's so as always. As yeah. always. All right. Or okay. if you need uh, DJ service and lights Ooh. or photo booth. Ooh. Yeah. What if I need just lights? Uh, like a lamp. Then you can. <laughs> like a 40-watt lamp. You can pound salt. 
get, get right out of here. <laughs> so I don't do that. Kick rocks. That's right. Take a hike. Hit the <laughs> road. So, hey, Jack Liz. Jack. Pay the dirt. Hey, Liz. What's up? Do you like making money? I do. Do you like making money for practically nothing? Yeah. So I got this little app. Okay. Because I'm always looking for little ways to get a little side cash. Hey. Got your little uh, side The hustle. holidays are coming, you know? Yeah, man. So uh, Gigwalk is an app. Okay. And you, you, you sign up and you can choose these gigs. And like one of them I did uh, today was I went to Best Buy and I took some pictures of the Alexa section for Amazon. What? And they paid me $8. It took me like 15 minutes to do it. Just take some pictures, submit it, answer a couple mm-hmm. questions about the display. $8 straight to your PayPal. How far away was the Best Buy from your house? It was on my way home from where I was. Okay. So how much? It was the one in Altamont. <laughs> how much did you pay in gas to go to the Best Buy? <laughs> Trying to do the math here. Very little. What's your profit? That's it's, rad. it's almost all profit. So is this kind of like on the same along the same lines of like like Postmates or something, but like instead of like delivering goods and services for people, you're it's working. It's like secret like shopping. Working for okay, like secret yeah. shopping, but like not as sketchy. Right. <laughs> this is like what I do for Google local guys, but I do it totally for free. Hey. <laughs> like take pictures of places, <laughs> answer yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you're and just what a, what a guy, Eli. What a but guy. I mean, I level up, and then sometimes they send me like crappy offers in my Gmail. Yeah. But you can get like $4 <laughs> to like $20 for each survey that you do. Yeah. And it's just, you know, as you please. Hey, I'm so here for it. Yeah. I pretty am cool. here for it. Cool, cool, cool. Well, now I know how I'm going to spend my <laughs> next Saturday. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? You know I'm I joking. did like seven of these today. <laughs> this yeah. morning, like on my way home from dropping my kid off at school, I just stopped at like Publix, Publix, Publix awesome. doing candy displays and then Best Buy and then Walmart and just... And what is that app called again? Uh, it's called... Uh, gig walk. Gig, gig walk. walk. All right. Gig walk. Check it out. I'm yeah. gonna check it out. Sounds I like have a shameless plug, mm-hmm. and it's a, s- a bit of a surprising shameless plug, mm. uh, because it's no secret. So Al and I share something in common, other than being the hosts of a nerdy podcast. Uh, we also do not like oogie spooky things. Mm. That's true. Um. So I, over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, binge watched the crap out of Haunting on Hill House. <gasps> and it was so good. And I know I'm behind, like, you know how I'm like 10 years late for everything? So yeah. it's like, I'm shamelessly plugging this and I'm not telling anybody to watch this show because everyone's already watched this well, I'm show. I'm only like two episodes in, but oh I enjoy my God. it. It's great. Oh, yeah. okay. God. It's Can like we do like a one-off about it when you get deeper into it? Because holy crap, this show is so good. It's like if This Is Us had ghosts. Right? You could do a whole podcast about it. You mm-hmm. oh my ooh. Called Don't Go Into That Podcast or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Eli. Podcast haunted podcast. What a guy. Hill. That's so good. Don't go into the, that podcast. The haunting of F- FGS. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, seriously, this is literally one of the most well written shows I think I've I've seen in a long time. And and I was so resistant. Like everybody was like, watch this show, watch this show. And I was like, no fucking thanks. That looks <laughs> terrifying. Uh and then I was kind of legitimately forced to watch the show. Mm-hmm. And by but like by the end of the first episode, even though I was terrified and had to sleep with the lights on as a 30-year-old woman, I was super hooked and it was great. So you should check it out. Because it's awesome. If you like Oogie Swoogie things. And even if you don't, even if you don't like Oogie Swoogie yeah. things, like give it a if try. If you like this is us. And you <laughs> think, what if they had ghosts? <laughs> you should watch A Haunting on Hill House. But what if I don't like This Is Us? 
than nor do I like ooky or spooky or ooky spooky things. It's gross. Yeah, well, see, I've never seen. <laughs> Dan this and I is are us. not getting along this episode. <laughs> I've, I've never seen this is us. Am I threatening you? I'm well, that's just that's that's the plight of the co-host role. Like I'm sitting, yeah. I'm yeah. sitting in our seat tonight, so I'm the host. So like like Dan and I are mm. actually getting along, and so you're yeah. the co-host. So like fuck everything that you say is essentially how this goes. But you you brought me Chick Fil A, so I got your back. Yeah, exactly. Eli's yeah, yeah. Eli's always on your side. Eli's not always on my side, so you're doing better than I am. I already had my cheese pizza before you got here, so I had no no time for your Chick Fil A. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think that's going to do it. I think that's about it for us. Right? Right. right. Where can else? they find us? They can find us They already found us. Facebook. They did already find <laughs> us. hey <Hey-oh. laughs> Where can you tell... Where can they tell their friends mm. to find us? Mm, they yes. can tell their friends yes. to find us on their podcast app on iTunes. They can check us out on Shout Engine. They can check us out on Podbean. They can go to... Fi- is that... You made a face. Is that wrong? Spotify? Spotify. Spotify. Oh, my God. You can go get us on Spotify now. You yeah. should do that because Spotify is the shit. Um, YouTube's. 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 Go pound that bell, smash that bell, hit that bell, subscribe to our channel. Make sure to check out last week's video where me and Al made balloons. Yes, please do that <laughs> because I have yet to do that and I am going to immediately do that after we're done recording this episode because, oh my God, that had to be the worst thing that's ever been recorded <laughs> on video ever. Hey. Or yeah. the greatest. It was the worst for audio. That's <laughs> why we cut it out of the episode. Oh my God, you really did? Was oh it yeah. just like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was just a lot of... Wait, <laughs> give me the balloon that's left over from the episode. Eli uh, did not partake in in the the contest. He just decided to do that behind his head. Oh, so you made a dog behind your head? Yeah, out of nowhere. Do you have previous balloon skills? I here's my theory. Uh-huh. Eli went away for school for a while, supposedly to play lacrosse <laughs> collegiately. Uh, I think he actually went to clown college and learned this to tie some balloons. This is a pretty good wiener. Thank you. Dog. Thank wiener you. dog. Uh, For those of you that are not watching on video, he made a wiener dog. A big mm-hmm. purple wiener dog. My dog, dog. thanks you. He's cute. What's his name? Perp. You're the worst. I hate no. him. <laughs> <laughs> all Perp. right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, check us out on all the places where we told you to check us out. Go donate to our Patreon because apparently we desperately need it. Uh, thanks for joining us, co-host Emily. Thanks, guys. Thank for you. having me on the show again. <laughs> Thank you, as always. <laughs> Technical director, Eli. Producer Dan, for all that you do. Yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners, for putting up with my shit because just you're the best and I love you ever so dearly. Uh, until next time, this is Liz saying bye. <laughs>